Bible trails The Son of God, He is near He chose to walk with us These tribal trails Tribal trails A long time I've traveled On long lonely road My heart is so heavy And still I sank low And I heard about Jesus what a glorious hour Well I'm so glad that I found out He'd bring me out With His saving power Thank God I am free, free, free From this world of sin And washed in the blood of Jesus And born again Hallelujah, I'm saved, saved, saved By His wonderful grace so glad that I found out He'd bring me out and show me the way. Like a bird out of prison that's taken its flight. Like the blind man that God gave back His sight. Like the poor wretched beggar found fortune and fame. Well, I'm so glad that I found out He'd bring me out. Through faith in His name Thank God I am free, free, free From this world of sin Washed in the blood of Jesus and born again Hallelujah, I'm saved, saved, saved By His wonderful grace I'm so glad that I found out He'd bring me out And show me the way Hello and welcome to Tribal Trails. We hope you enjoyed that opening song. It probably made you want to worship God, but did it get you thinking about spiritual matters too? There are many issues at many levels that people ponder when it comes to spiritual matters. Maybe you've asked some basic questions, such as, is there a God? Or what happens to me when I die? Or maybe if there is a heaven, how do I get there? We could just keep going on with questions, but we'll stop there because that's really what today's program is about. Our guests are going to look at the dynamic between simple yet complex answers to spiritual issues. Did you know the World Factbook says about 30% of the world's population is Christian? Your reaction to that might be, really? Where I live, it sure doesn't seem like there's that many people following Jesus. Well, that's kind of the point. It doesn't matter what's recorded in the World Factbook, but there is a book people need their names written in. Let's join David Lilly to hear about it. So Pastor David Lilly uh, coming to you from Big Valley, Alberta with another Bible teaching. And today we're going to look at the subject, the book of life, the book of life. We're, gonna, we're going to begin with a reading from Scripture found in Revelation chapter 20 beginning with verse 11. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God, and the books were opened, and another book was opened, 
which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them. And they were judged every man according to their works. And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Here ends the reading of God's holy word. I want to talk to you today about a very serious matter, and that is having the assurance. Do you have the assurance that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life? I want to share with you how to be certain. In John's Gospel, chapter 3, verse 3, it says, We must be born again from above. This is the answer that Jesus gave to a very religious man named Nicodemus. He was a Pharisee. He was one who was an expert in all things concerning the law. And yet, deep down inside, there was something missing. He didn't have peace. He didn't have the assurance that all was well with God. And so coming late at night to see Jesus so that no one could identify him as a follower of Jesus, he came to Jesus. Recognizing that Jesus was a great teacher, he called him Rabbi. And he said, Rabbi, what must I do to be saved? And Jesus said those words, you must be born from above. Having that assurance is as easy as ABC. And so first of all, we need to admit that we are sinners. B, we need to believe that Christ died for our sins and rose from the dead. And then C, we need to confess with our mouths that Jesus Christ is Savior and Lord. It's as simple as ABC. Some mistakenly believe that these steps are too, too simple. But believe me, they are not. We all need God's help in order to make a true profession of faith. We also need God's help in repenting or turning away from our sins in order to go in a new direction. The Bible says, to as many as believed in Him, He gave them power to become the sons of God. Like Joseph in the Old Testament, who fled the very appearance of evil, we must train our ears and our eyes and our hearts to flee from anything that is sinful. Remember again Jesus' words to the woman 
taken in adultery. Woman, your sins are forgiven. Now go and sin no more. Almost 40 years ago, Jesus Christ came into my life to be my Savior and Lord and to set me free from the sinful things that were destroying my life. It's not always been easy. It's a difficult thing to take your stand for Jesus Christ when many others turn away from Him. Jesus said, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leads to destruction, and there are many who go in by it. Because narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life, and there are few who find it. Jesus said that there are two ways, two roads in this world. There's a broad road that leads to destruction. It's the road that everybody's traveling. It'll get you to places uh, you've always dreamt of. But those places will lead ultimately to destruction and the ruination of the soul. And then Jesus said there was another road, a narrow road. A road that had many turns and many detours, many potholes. Not too many people travel that road. And yet Jesus said that if we would remain faithful and we would keep on traveling down this road, it would lead us to heaven, to eternal life. I want to challenge each one of us, to keep our eyes on Jesus, to keep on the road that will lead us to eternal life. Jesus promises us that not only our names will be written in His book of life, but Jesus also promises us an inheritance, a spiritual inheritance that we can only dream of one that will never waste away, one that no thief can steal from us or take away from us, but it's an inheritance that will be for all eternity. We look around today, it's a beautiful day, the sun is shining, and uh, we have many flowers in this garden. This is a very scenic spot in which to have this final Bible study. And even as we look at this mural behind me, we see a peaceful, very peaceful, tranquil image of a teepee village. And I can only imagine that 150 years ago in this village, in this valley, this was a peaceful place to come. And yet this is nothing. This is a garbage can compared to what God has for us. If we'll put our faith and trust in Him, if we'll set out on the narrow road and follow Him no matter what. I'm reminded of the old 
book, Pilgrim's Progress, written by John Bunyan long ago. And it tells the story of Christian, who one day is shown in a book that God is going to judge his city. And yet God, who is a God of love, gives him a warning. He tells him to flee the city of destruction. And so even though his wife and his family turn on him, in fact, they make fun of him, Christian makes the decision to set out for the celestial city that is revealed in this book. And along the way, there are many detours. He encounters many colorful characters. And some of them are, are there to help him. But there are others there to distract him and lead him in the wrong direction. And so evangelist comes and reminds him of God's promises. And God sends others to help him as he journeys toward that celestial city. Along the way he reaches Mount Calvary. And all this time he's been carrying a backpack on his shoulders. It was filled with the burdens, the burden of his sins. And once he arrived to Mount Calvary, he was instructed to leave those burdens at the foot of the cross. Because there he met Jesus. There he met the Master. There. His name was recorded in the book of life. That was not the end of his journey. That was only a new beginning. There were many perils, many more perils along the way. But ultimately, Pilgrim makes his way to the celestial city, to heaven's gates. And the good shepherd, the one who cares for our souls, makes good with his promise, opens heaven's gates and welcomes Christian in. This is the story of the pilgrim's progress. I want to challenge each of us to become pilgrims today. There are going to be times when the going's going to get tough. You're going to feel that everyone has abandoned you. But know that God has not abandoned you. Jesus said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Lo, I will be with you always, even until the end of the age. May God bless this Bible teaching in the name of Jesus Christ, the name which is above all names. Amen. Standing on this mountain top, looking just how far we've come, knowing that for every step you were with us, kneeling on this battleground, seeing just how much you've done, knowing every victory is your power. Scars and struggles on the way But with joy our hearts can say Yes, our hearts can say
never once did we ever walk alone Never once did you leave us on our own You are faithful, God, you are faithful Kneeling on this battleground Seeing just how much you've done Knowing every victory is your power Scars and struggles on the way But with joy our hearts can say Yes, our hearts can say Never once did we ever walk alone Never once did you leave us on our own You are faithful, God, you are faithful You are faithful God, you are faithful Scars and struggles on the way But with joy our hearts can say Never once do we ever walk alone Carried by your constant grace And within your perfect peace Never once, no we never walk alone Never once did we ever walk alone? Never once did you leave us on our own. You are faithful, God, you are faithful. Every step we are breathing in your praise. Evermore we are breathing out your grace. You are faithful, God, you are faithful. Thank you to David for explaining about the Book of Life. It provides a simple but complex answer to many spiritual questions. Maybe you're not sure if your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Since eternal life in heaven depends on it, let's summarize David's ABCs for receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. First, admit that you are a sinner who has done some wrong things. Second, Believe Jesus died for your sins and then rose again to conquer death for you. Third, confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord of your life. It's as simple as that. You'll be a follower of Jesus and your name will be written in the book of life. Where the dynamic of simple yet complex comes in is you don't say that. Forget about it and just carry on with the rest of your life. That type of thinking has led to some bad teaching in churches. God's Holy Spirit will come into your heart and guide your life. Whether you are young or old, nobody knows how much time they have on this earth. So starting and building a relationship with Jesus is so important. In addition, part of being a believer in Jesus Christ is helping others to have a relationship with Him. Our next guest, John Gray Eyes, is going to follow up on this point by sharing some of his experiences as a chaplain. Why don't you share a little bit about uh, some of the things you're currently doing, like uh, being 
uh, chaplain and you know where where you're a chaplain and kind of what that all involves? Yes, uh, I've been a chaplain for quite a while. My pastor John Griesbeck calls me and says so and so is sick, so I go see him and. Uh, um, I find too with being a chaplain, when I pray for him, I say, if you're, if it's God's will, you will get well. But there are some who go see sick people and say, you know, you'll get well in a week. Don't worry. God's going to answer that prayer. God on demand, eh? Mm -hmm. And, uh, and that's a shame because for those out there who go to hospitals and say you're going to get well, you're putting yourself in the place of God. Mm -hmm. You must say if it's God's will. Yeah. But if you say, oh, don't worry, bring your clothes next week, you're going to be walking. <laughs> yeah. You're putting yourself in the position of God, eh? And you have no business doing that. No, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, there was one, uh, one uh, uh, fellow there, one uh, story that sticks out is... Uh, he, uh, he called me one month, he had cancer, so he calls me. I went to the hotel room and I talked to him and his family was there, his whole family was there and he was, he was, he was dying of cancer, eh? But he didn't think he was gonna be dying of cancer. So I talked to him and then I asked him, are you afraid to die? And then, I, and then that got a bunch of them crying and he was crying. And I said, because you're gonna die. It's better you're dying of cancer than if you're dying suddenly. You have a chance to make peace with God. Amos says, prepare to meet your God. Mm -hmm. So I got out of there with my life because uh, there were some, some of the guys were upset what I said when I said, are you afraid to die? Because he started crying. Eh? Mm -hmm. And then one month later, guess who calls from the hospital dying? So I went to see him and I prayed with him and everything. He accepted Jesus. And uh, the last day of his life, he was singing to my pastor, Amazing Grace. Mm. And he had one last dance with his wife before he died. Mm. There. Yeah. There is, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there I see. There was, uh, I was, uh, I'm so happy when they accept Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. eh? Yeah. But it's not a one-time time thing. When you're a chaplain, you don't go in there and say, okay, you're saved, uh, he's in the book of life, that's enough. You have to do it daily. You mm -hmm. have to go there next night. You have to make sure, eh? Mm -hmm. You have to make sure, but it's not a one-time thing. You aren't out there selling tickets to heaven yeah, exactly. by just one visit. You have to you have to minister to him, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And keep discipling, right? You yes, know, that's yes, part of, keep part of the journey, yeah. you know. Because they have to understand why Jesus Christ died. Jesus Christ died for your sins. Jesus Christ come to save the world, eh? Mm -hmm. And you must accept him as Savior. Unless you're born again, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. Yeah, Period. Exactly, yeah. There's no, there's no uh, get out of uh, hell free card, <laughs> you know? No, exactly. Yeah, that's why it talks about a chasm, yeah. you know? It's a place that you'll never get out of, a eh? Hell and, uh, yeah. I'm going to ask you, is your name written down in the Book of Life? Absolutely. Absolutely. On September 15th, 1982. In fact, I, I always refer the, to this uh, as the time when God showed me that uh, he has a great sense of humor. Yes. Because God chose to use a Christian cowboy here in Alberta whose name was Phil Doan, to pull over on the side of the road when he saw a young man hitchhiking to the city, trying to run away 
from his family. And he pulled over and offered me a ride, but he offered me so much more than that. He opened the Bible and he shared with me the plan of salvation and how I could know and, and be certain that my name is written in God's book. And as we made the trip to the city, into the city, before we arrived at a destination, this Christian cowboy invited me to ask Jesus Christ into my life. I did. I accepted Christ as my Lord and Savior. I turned from my sins and asked God to help me live a holy life. And God's Holy Spirit, I asked to come and live within my heart. That moment changed my life. Just like years later when I went to Israel, that was a life-changing moment as well. Rita just asked me if my name is recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life. I'd like to ask the viewer the same question. Is your name recorded in the Lamb's Book of Life? If not, why don't you ask God to do that for you today? Thank you, David, for that invitation. If you need any help, if you would like to make sure for sure that your name is written down in the Lamb's Book of Life and you need some help, you can phone that number in the screen and we would be more than willing and glad to help you, pray with you, explain to you how you can have your name written down in the Lamb's Book of Life. So if you need some help, please call the number in the screen and God bless you. Thank you for watching. Thank you, Lord, for many blessings you have given. For the earth, the sun, the moon, the stars. Thank you for the beauty of creation. But most of all, thank you for who you are. The Lord of glory, high and lifted up thou art. The King of kings, the great almighty God. The loving Savior, who laid down his life for us. And I'm so thankful that you are my Lord. Thank you, Lord, for leaving us your precious word. On earth it is the greatest book by far. holds for us the only hope of sins forgiven and through your word we learn just who you are the Lord of glory high and lifted up thou art the King of Almighty God, the loving.
life for us And I'm so thankful that you are my Lord Thank you for your presence with us day by day For strength you give for trials on the way. Thank you for the peace that only you can give, and that we know you hear us when we pray. The Lord of glory, high and lifted up thou art.